Um, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Howard Gray uh, from Green, Green Blue Urban. Um, Green Blue Urban are, are the main sponsor of this conference, and indeed they've sponsored, uh, I think, over three conferences this session now, and it does make a huge amount of difference to the Urban Design Group. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, everybody. Why do you get a tree person come talking about urban design? I want to challenge the idea of urban design. I think we want to talk about people design. Because the real challenge, the real test of a new urban design isn't how it looks the day it's completed, it's how it's viewed 50 or 100 years later. Look at some of the great urban designs we've had. Here we've got some of our, some of the cities, and so I could go back a bit, Barcelona, where we've talked about, I'm trying to, La Framas, it's going automatically. There's Lambus in Barcelona, great place. Central Park, great place. We're talking about these ways, areas that have been designed. Even a small town like Alderley Edge, where we've got great tree canopy. Paris. Northumberland Avenue in London. Why do these places remain? If you look across the world, there are some cities that were there 1,000, 2,000 years ago, which aren't now. Now, some of them, we don't know why they're not there. Some of the cities in South America, um, the Aztecs or the Mayas, we don't know why they left those cities. Some were no longer habitable, Pompeii. But some were abandoned because it became no longer viable to survive in them. There are cities in the Sahara. There are towns that are no longer inhabited. Why? We don't know for sure, but probably climate change. We're facing climate change. Whatever President Trump might say, it's coming. And what we do today in view of long-term climate change is going to be di make the difference. This summer, in London alone, 243 people died prematurely because it was too hot. There wasn't enough shade. Does that worry you? It sure worries me. And this is going to happen, this is going to carry on. But the important thing is, coming back to canopy cover and tree planting, is that if we do it properly today, it's going to be at maturity in 20 years' time. It's going to be no good waiting to 2039 and saying, getting hot in the summer, let's plant a tree. We've missed the bus. It's important we do stuff today. I'm going to ask a little question here. How, how many of you have had clients who say, here's a new site, we're going to develop it, and then they say, we love trees. Don't they all say, we love trees? And then they say, but, those are going to have to go. Ever come across this? Make any sense? And then they say, if the local council insists, we'll replace it with however many they want. Make sense? And most local authorities have got a number, a two-for-one or a three-for-one policy. But if you take out a tree that's about a foot round on the trunk, how many do you think, how many smaller ones, because semi-matures, do you have to plant to replace it? What do you reckon? Any idea? Well, the figure is 68. Because it relates to leaf surface area on the canopy, not size of the trunk. Otherwise, it's like trying to work out your IQ by measuring your waist. I'm up there with Einstein. Okay? It doesn't work like that. It's what's going on in the top. So it's critical, if we can, we keep existing canopy in our cities. If we can't, please make sure that what we plant has the opportunity to hit maturity. 50% of all the trees we plant in our developments in our urban areas are dead before they're 10 years old. That's frightening. It takes about 30 years for a tree to grow to actually negate its carbon footprint involved in growing it. 
We must let trees grow to maturity. And if we choose carefully, then what we find is that the tree will carry on giving us benefits for two or three hundred years. So, as a company, Green Blue Urban, we're really pleased to support this event, really pleased to support the Urban Design Group, because we believe that in making sure that we have green infrastructure in our cities, we are actually preserving our cities for future generations. I don't know if you've ever come up with a word for, ever come up against the word sustainable. It's a wonderful word, isn't it? We've been using it for years, but every discipline has a different definition of it. I went to a certain city council, not very far from here, and I said to the council, I said, what does sustainable mean to you? What's a sustainable development? And the highways guy, you ever come across highways guys? They're lovely, okay? They're great guys. Um, he says to me, a concrete road we can afford to sweep for 20 years. I said, how the heck is that sustainable? He said, well, if we can't afford to sweep it, it's not sustainable. We look at sustainability as something that continues to enhance the lives of future generations without crippling financially the current one. And if we want to think about that, there's nothing better than green infrastructure. There's nothing better than planting a tree well, because it will outlive us. My mission, and the mission of my company, is that every tree planted in our urban areas has the same opportunity as its country cousins to hit its future potential species. Species potential. My own mission, every tree I plant should still be pushing out leaves when I'm pushing up daisies. Let's make our cities, let's make it work. Let's allow for things. Let's think about how's this going to look in 50 years? How's it going to interact for our children? And now, proudly, I can say I'm a grandfather. How's it going to work for our grandchildren? How are we leaving things in our urban areas that are going to continue to enhance the lives of future generations? So please come and talk to us. Green, blue stand at the back. We do CPDs for local authorities and for private practitioners. We love to talk about and get involved at early stages so that really, truly, we can have landscape-led urban design that's people-centred. Thank you very much.